Hi, this is Heather. Normally you'd hear our introduction here, but me and Liz got so excited to jump right into the podcast today about the Disney Empire that we forgot to record one. So here you go. What have you been up to? Oh my God, my week has been crazy busy. You know, there are weeks that go by that I feel like I never see anybody, I never talk to anybody, I never do anything. And then there's weeks like this past week. Uh, Opera Man and I went out of town for a couple of days. His uh, uncle slash stepdad, I don't know, it sounds weird, uh, <laughs> had his 85th birthday at the beginning of the month, and we were not able to go up because he had just started opera rehearsals for the season. And so we had the opportunity to go up for a few days early this week. And it was, it was awesome. It was so nice to get to get up there and see family and hang out for a little while. But it's like, as soon as we came back, it's like, oh my gosh, I've got like four photo shoots I need to edit. I've got all this stuff going on. We've got like four different, three or four different podcast recordings coming up this week, not just for our show, but we're going to actually guest on a couple of other shows. So it's just like, wow. Oh like my, my schedule is completely crammed. forgot about that until you just mentioned it. <laughs> yeah, we're doing one um, for Best Forever's podcast. And then we're guesting on uh, BriFi podcast. So, yay. It was, that's going to be exciting. Yeah, we're going to be recording all the time. This is the only one we have to edit, though. So it's fine. I know. I was like, hey, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What have you been up to? Oh, you know, just been working. I've been going and seeing all of the movies that are nominated for Best Picture. And a lot of them are like not playing anymore or they're still in theaters, but it's hard to find. So last night we had to go to San Jose at 9 p.m. to watch a movie. And, mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I'm not used to staying up that late. Oh, this is fun. So I went through the concession <laughs> stand and I asked for Red Vines and Reese's Penis. <laughs> I, just, I, did, I couldn't like normally you could just like oops I made that mistake I'm just gonna keep talking through it but I couldn't I just started laughing yeah you can't you can't make that one any better so yeah, so it was, I, uh, I got I got a little bit of slack on Twitter this week from our castaway friends who because uh, when I did our posted our um, Thrawn book club episode I did a little clickbait kind of trailer on there that said we have a blue penis discussion which we did yeah but it was very very small <laughs> blue penis. we have no idea the size of thron's penis we're just putting <laughs> that out there we didn't have enough blue penises to to make an actual quorum of a discussion so uh so now we've said it again on this episode so yep blue penis throw that blue tag penis. on it we're gonna get Hashtag. so you know <laughs> as thron gets more and more popular that will be a more and more common search function yeah. I think it will. We'll we'll be on the 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 cusp of that wave there, I think. So yeah. that's right. We are the blue penis movement right here. So <laughs> I don't know what that means. We don't even <laughs> know if they're on species if chis have penis. He may not, I don't know. I but. mean they, otherwise may I don't know how they procreate, but maybe they're like maybe. a stem and maybe. pistol system like flowers. Pod people or something, I don't know. <laughs> Like the gold species in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy too. They didn't procreate the normal way that we do. So. Oh yeah, yeah, that was weird. 
Okay. Yeah, that's weird. All right. So what are we talking about today? Well, I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about the mouse and how he's taken over the world. So if you haven't heard, uh, Disney is taking over the entire world, uh, especially cinematically. And we saw back in 2010 when they acquired Marvel and 2012 when they took over Lucasfilm. And now as of uh, the end of 2017, we are seeing that they are taking over some of 20th Century Fox. Yeah, all the good stuff of 20th Century Fox and none of the bad stuff. Yeah, let's hope. (laughs) So it'll it'll be really interesting to see where this takes us and um, what it does for anything. One of the exciting things, or at least for Star Wars nerds like me, for 20th Century Fox uh, purchase is that the one film that was not included in the Lucasfilm deal was the original Star Wars, a new hope, 1977. That one Lucas had actually uh, retained all the rights to and 20th century Fox had their right to that particular one. So for those who have said, Oh, well, when are we going to get an unaltered, you know, Blu-ray of the original trilogy, you know, cause, cause Lucas went back in the mid nineties, I think, and kind of re, redid a bunch of these original films, putting in, you know, putting in different CGI crap and stuff that he couldn't have afforded to do back in 77, the technology that didn't exist in 1977. I didn't understand Uh, it. Like, and most of it sucks. Like it, the additions that they made to the trilogy, whenever they went back and refilmed it, they were kind of worthless. Like they really didn't add anything to the storyline, it was really more, I think, of a Lucas ego thing of look what I can do because I can because I have money bite me. So I don't think it was anything that really progressed the story. And some of the things, especially sound effects wise, were just dumb. Like one of the one of the things that still bugs me every time I watch the first movie again is the sound that Ben Kenobi makes when he's trying to scare off the sand people, right? When the sand people have attacked Luke and, you know, Ben shows up in his Jedi garb and and makes this noise to scare them away. Well, the original noise sounded very dragonish. Like it was supposed to be the, the sound of a crate dragon. And this is the one thing that would scare the sand people away. Well, when they redid it, they changed it to this like, like crazy weird noise that makes no sense and is not scary and it's just bizarre and it just sounds weird to my ears because I've you know for 30 years I heard the same sound the same way at the same spot and then they change it up and you hear it different you're like oh that's weird new yeah it's yeah. new this new and weird so you know there's that then there's that whole scene with Jabba in the hangar in front of the Millennium Falcon that was all CGI and he's like a third of the size that he is in Return of the Jedi. Like are you gonna tell me in five years somehow an adult hut has, you know, tripled in size for no reason? No. Yeah, it, it just makes it, sense to me. It's a bad idea. They just did it poorly and you know, something shouldn't be done and shouldn't be messed with. But yeah. That's my opinion. But anyway, so yeah. that's that's one thing that had Opera Man super excited was that, you know, if you know, if they purchase this part of 20th Century Fox and they get the rights back to A New Hope, they could potentially put out another re-release of the theatrical, you know, originals that, that we all kind of grew up on. So, Well, I mean, it will make money, so they probably will. Oh, yeah. I mean, here's the deal. Anytime a new version of Star Wars has come out, guess who's first in line to buy it? I've bought this 
trilogy six whatever it is called now when you've got nine movies uh, i bought them multiple times like anytime it's available we'll buy it again because you have to so well it sounds like now you know on the comic book front you don't have to uh refer to x-men as inhumans you don't have to call mutants inhumans like they had to for anything that was Marvel related that referred to mutants. They just happened right. to have a mutant gene that they couldn't say it. Like, you know, it was trademarked. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Overall, if you were going to vote yay or nay on the acquis- the most recent acquisition, the Fox franchise, would you, would you be happy about it or sad about it? Uh, I'm fairly indifferent about it, to be honest. I think it makes sense to do it from like from a fan standpoint, it makes sense if all of these things are under one banner. So getting the X-Men back with Marvel, getting Deadpool, Fantastic Four, all of these things that, you know, were created by this group and they've all interacted in the comics and in movies in the past. So getting them back under one roof to where they could all come to play together. That's really cool. Uh, From a consumer a monopoly standpoint, I think Disney's taking over the world and maybe we should be a little concerned about it. Uh, but maybe we should have discussed this on our conspiracy theory episode a few episodes I don't back. know if it's a conspiracy theory. I mean, I think that there's well-documented uh, proof that Disney built themselves up to be huge and profitable and used that huge and profitable stance to make it so other companies could not do the same thing so mm-hmm. although i appreciate that disney is an entertainment company and they act like it and they really show a lot of passion in their projects and you know they rarely just churn out shit that can't just that won't sustain right if you have no competition out there there's no reason to put out good product now just because it's in you know their core values or whatnot doesn't mean that one day stockholders are going to come down and say we haven't had 115% growth this last quarter and we need to be twice the size we are every single quarter otherwise we look like a failure as a company and they're like okay let's just throw out some shit that we found in these scripts on the floor here <laughs> let's be dc yeah oops yeah <laughs> let's make sure everybody gets their bonuses before the next quarter so we're not going to reshoot shit and here you go yeah and I know it's, it's, I mean, it's going to happen. You can't just be as good as Disney is for all that time. Even Google, you know, Google's theme used to be don't be evil, right? And now mm-hmm. they're like, well, we do realize that we might need to start making a profit and we might need to start acting <laughs> like a public company since we're a public yeah, company like- and our share pay, uh, shareholders are demanding it. They're like, evil is such a relative term. I mean, yeah. it depends, <laughs> you know. If you're one of our shareholders, evil is good. So therefore, we are not being evil. And by not growing the company, we would actually be being evil. So there you go. Like, you could talk yourself out of anything. So here's me getting real nerdy. Did you ever have to read Animal Farm in junior high or high school? Um, No, I didn't have to read it. But I knew that it was like a, it wasn't a, like a communist uh metaphor it's, or something like that yeah sort of it's it's definitely satirical um but it's it's one of those things that you know the animals take over the farm and they set up all of these rules right like animals will not boss other animals around or they will not walk on two feet or they will not wear clothes or you know whatever their their rules were to make them all the same and then it's like as they start to evolve and and you know things happen it's like 
okay, animals won't boss other people around unless they really need it. So it, it's all about how, you know, the things that you have that are really good intentioned, they tend to, they tend to shift as your, your attitude and behaviors tend to shift as well. So kind of sounds like that uh, the second and the most recent Planet of the Apes thing is that they have the ape don't hurt other ape and then you know they're like unless you want to try and be friends with humans that's not good and so then they, right. then then they recreate you. a civil war <laughs> yeah so you know that's I think that's how I feel about it I am excited because for the right now uh, Disney is making good stuff but I just thinking you know what if there's less studios out there there's less voices out there to be heard and you know, nobody else can really compete with them. So mm-hmm. it's, it kind of worries me a bit. It is it is a little troublesome. But I think one of the things that's nice is it almost kind of gives validity to some of these comic book movies that have been coming out over the last few years that everyone kind of has always shit on comic book movies in the past. Like it's not a real form of cinema. It's not a real, you know, it's not anything important. It's whatever. And maybe it's not, but you know what? It's a huge market, huge market. Um, and I really think that the fact that they are trying to do better is awesome. You know, we don't have the cheesy superhero, bam, pow, swip, you know, kind of crap still floating out there. Yeah, I, I see what you mean. You know, I, I know a lot of people do look down on superhero movies, but I think that there's room for other type of movies as well. But um, I mean, as long as it's good and it still has to steal shows of value, they're going to be quite, well, I have to say we saw the, uh, I guess the Oscar nominations came out recently yep. and seeing the fact that wonder woman got completely snubbed really bothered me. Like it does, it's not going to win a best picture kind of thing, but it was, and it was a fantastic movie and there was a lot of amazing things going on in there from costuming to visual effects and all of these different things. They could have gotten a nod towards something, but it's almost like, Oh, you know what? One, it's a comic book movie, but two, a woman directed it. So ah, yeah. fuck you. They did nominate uh, a movie that had a female director this time. And she's, it, and I think it, she's only the second female director ever nominated. No, there's been plenty because Catherine Bigelow has been nominated and so is uh, Sofia Coppola. So I can just think of those two off the top of my head. But um, uh, it wasn't uh, Catherine Bigelow, which was a surprise. She had that movie come out that was pretty uh, hyped, but then it just died. So I think it must have been terrible. (laughs) This year's first year, a horror movie has been nominated for Best Picture. Mm -hmm. I think it was Get Out, right? Yeah, it's Get Out. I'm watching it tonight. So no spoilers, please. I, I haven't seen it, so I yeah. couldn't tell you. I said, there's some, in the ones that I've seen, the movies that I've seen, and one of them is going to be my recommendation, um, have been interesting. Uh, they're not superhero movies. I don't really ever watch any of the movies that are up for Oscar nominations, or if I do, it's usually either in passing or later. It's not something I'm like, ooh, and we've talked about this on our other movie episodes in the past, that usually the things that they put out towards the end of the year are like manipulation movies strictly meant to try to grab an Oscar. Like they're it's like, meh. I know. Uh, and, and one, you know, usually the um, Academy takes that into account, but like mm-hmm. a couple years ago, they had that stupid one, like incredibly close and extremely loud or whatever the fuck it was called. The help, the acting was good in the help. The problem with the movie was that it, it was all about the white people and, 
and not necessarily about the people that it was actually trying to portray. So, yeah, that's the thing. A lot of those those movies tend to be let's make white people feel better about themselves, and eh, we don't really need to feel better about ourselves in a lot of these circumstances. I know. If you've been a shit person, or, you know, if your ancestors were shit, you don't need to whitewash it. Huh? No, you you admit they were shit, and you do better. That's that's what you do. I can't change what my shitty ancestors did, and I know a lot of them were shitty. I can't change it. But I can be better. Yeah. I can be better than that. So yeah. yeah. All right. So in this uh, acquisition by Disney, now they own the X Men, mm-hmm. Fantastic Four back, but they already did. I mean, I'm kind of jumping, lumping them all together. But it's it's basically every superhero that's not DC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because well, well, no, and there's all the ones that they own. But then they also picked up like Avatar. Um, was one of the things they picked up. And I think... Uh, Isn't no, Avatar Sony? Wasn't it Sony to start with? And then I know Super or Spider-Man is technically uh, Sony. Sony, but they, they have like a franchising agreement or something like that for the time being. But mm-hmm. yeah, it'll just be it'll just be soon before they have Sony now. It doesn't make any mm-hmm. sense for them not to. But at the same time, I mean, look at it though. Look at the arc of superhero movies. Yeah, it's going to be a hell of a year, but there's got to be superhero fatigue at some point, and then they're going to have all this income or all these assets tied up in a platform. Well, but I think that you know a lot of the things that they picked up were giant money makers. And by taking them over, they can reboot them if they want, because we know comic book things get rebooted all the time. You know, they they're making a fifth Indiana Jones movie. I don't know why. I really kind of thought Kingdom of the Crystal Skull really just murdered the shit out of that franchise because the first three movies were great. That fourth movie was a piece of flaming dog shit. And they inaccurately showed CGI monkeys in things that they don't do. Uh, Monkeys don't swing like that. I know that everybody thinks they do, but they run along branches. They don't swing like in a cartoon. Just so you know. I will also say that you cannot survive a nuclear blast inside an old refrigerator. It's a really bad thing. Those those whirlpools, man. That's what killed Punky Brewster. (laughs) We talked about this before. We learned in Punky Brewster that yes, you can get trapped and die in one. But I'm pretty sure it's not going to save you from like Indiana Jones five should be Indy's got cancer because that's that's pretty much the outcome of that much radiation hitting towards you. Maybe because he was that close to the Ark of the Covenant, like he got some kind of happy, like residual healing powers. I don't know. It melted everybody else who was, you know, so I don't know. All you had to do was shut your eyes. That's it. (laughs) You survive if you shut your eyes. It's like I could see your eyes burning out if you're looking straight into it, like if you look into an eclipse or some shit. But why, why did your face melt? And why would that be a difference whether you're looking at it or not? Are your face somehow connected to the nerve endings uh, in your eyeballs? I don't understand. But I didn't write these stories. So, yep. Blame George Lucas. <laughs> so, um, the Watchmen are now owned by Disney, right? Because they were Fox. Probably. I, I didn't see I, that one I, yeah, specifically I think listed. If, if not, they've acquired them through something else. And then I heard that uh, HBO is going to have a Watchmen series, and I don't know if I'm going to watch it or not. Dude, Watchmen is rapey as fuck. Every time I watch that show, I'm just like, Ugh. Yeah, I think I the comedian even. rapes people in it, if I recall. I haven't read it. Everyone gets raped in that show. It's terrible. Everybody's getting raped. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's a comic book. That's a page turner right there. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, it's like two thousand. The story of two thousand seventeen. Everybody's been yeah. raped. It's true. True. Oh God, they just keep coming too. It's like ugh. Yep. And then you see like some idiot like Bill Cosby stepping up, like don't lump me in with those Me Too people. I'm like, um, you are because yeah. you're a fucking rapist. Yeah. So you're yeah. you're like the worst of them. You drug these you're people. Like the, they didn't like even the know. One. Yeah, you're drugging people. He's like, I just gave them quaaludes. I mean, come on. <laughs> I told this one lady I was giving her herbal, you know, pain medicine, and it's like Benadryl and knocked her out. I'm like, who's getting knocked out by Benadryl anyway? I don't know. All of those things that like can put you to sleep, like NyQuil, Benadryl or whatever. Like if you can actually push through that sleep part for like three minutes, it doesn't do any good for me. Yeah, I, I have to like take it while laying in bed with my eyes closed kind of thing. Otherwise, you pass the window and it's totally ineffective. And in fact, does the opposite. Benadryl, because I have such horrible like allergies and food allergies and shit. Benadryl hypes me up because it's usually, you know, kicked in with some form of adrenaline and it's just not, I'm not going to go to sleep because my body thinks I'm going to die if I do. So like, yeah, those things don't work for me. I need like elephant tranquilizers. Like just shoot me down from across the plane with a blowgun. Like, Hey Paul, can you do it while I'm not expecting it? Cause it makes it, it's more effective. It's, it's more effective if I don't see it coming. It's true. <laughs> ask him all the time. I was like, can you just hit me in the head with a sledgehammer or something? I haven't slept in two days. It's like, I'm not going to do that. I'm like, well, if you loved me, you would. He's over in the corner, like loading up a blow dart. <laughs> Load it on. I do it anything. I could just see him trying to do it, but then accidentally swallowing the thing <laughs> instead of spitting it out. <laughs> oh my this episode's God. going off the rails. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> He's all at the pharmacy. So I need a tranquilizer that will take down an adult woman. Don't be concerned. Be concerned. She knows she asked for it. I swear. She just asked for it not to know about it when it was going to happen. That's all. I, I have a note. <laughs> she wrote it in. She wrote a permission slip. Please allow my husband to knock my ass out. <laughs> I apologize to all the women who have been knocked out. I know. We're, we're awful people. Yeah, well, he won't do it anyway. So what good is that? All right. So there's that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'm looking forward to more Avatar movies. I, like I just, I, everybody's like, I make every guy. I don't know how many women love this movie, but all the guys I talk about, I love this movie. It was the best movie I've ever seen. It was visually stunning. It's visually beautiful, but I don't get it. It it's dances story, with wolves yeah. for one. That's all it is. Total recap of that and uh, weird. I don't know. Just I, I liked it. I, I, I. It's not like I ever went and decided to own it or anything like that. But we own it, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I'm interested in going to Avatar Land in Disney World, but I'm not. I just don't oh, have a connection. Here's something with I saw. You see, they're building this like immersive Star Wars theme hotel at Disney World. I'm all over oh. it. My my husband is like, it needs to get built now so we can start saving money so that we can have, you know, the experience. That's, I think we need to uh, raise this money on our Patreon account so that we can go and podcast live together at Star Wars in Florida. That would be amazing. And I will wear a Captain Phasma helmet. 
Ah, well, see, we will actually video that business. So, (laughs) So if you want a good Patreon reward right there, these two idiots drunk at a Star Wars thing in Florida with a phasma helmet and I'll wear the Wookiee mask. Is it going to be in the Florida or the California? Florida. Oh, okay. Go visit There's my a mom. Disney World, I'm pretty sure. I have still yeah. haven't gone to the Harry Potter yet, which I plan to do. I keep planning to do it and then shit just keeps happening. I know. It's it's on my list as well. Maddie and I were talking about that today cuz she came over last night and wanted to do a Harry Potter marathon. She's read the first book. She's seen the first 3 movies. I hadn't let her see beyond that because she's only 10 and I wasn't quite sure, you know, because they start getting dark in four and beyond. And yeah, that's so we made it through first 20 minutes, five today before she was like tapped out. So to five this morning, well, we didn't get through five this morning. We went four of them yesterday and, you know, 20 minutes of the first one today, or I guess we made it through half of the fourth one. So we watched, you know, so whatever the hell the movies are called one yeah. two three half of four and today we watched the other half and part of five yeah i really like the first half of four when they bring in the other uh schools mm-hmm. yeah they do that she actually thought it was boring like she she loved the ending like she loved the second half but the first half she couldn't quite get into if you go to the Universal Studios, they do. They actually have the the girls come out and dance like that, and the guys come out and hit the sticks and do their things. And, and then they also that's, have that's little, my favorite part. Yeah, I think <laughs> it's my favorite part too. And then they have a choir that comes out, and they have the toads and stuff that are on the pillows and everything. I mean, nice. it's super fun. I my everybody else thought I was weird because I wanted to stop and watch it. <laughs> They were like, we were, we're all their interest in rides. I'm like, no, this is fun. I give a crap about rides. I'm like. I'm 41. I don't need a ride. Yeah. They're fun rides though. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and take a break and we'll come back and talk a little bit more about what the Disney franchise means to us now. I guess it's not a franchise anymore. The Disney conglomeration. Mm-hmm. Have you ever watched an absolutely terrible movie and thought to yourself, what were they thinking? Because we sure have. So much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every other week, we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it. So you don't have to. And then every other other week, we ate your cues with our mailbag. Or, you know, talk about whatever. No big whoop. No, no big whoop at all. That's What Were They Thinking? You can catch us on Podbean, YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and more. Uh, also, a ton of platforms that Brendan made up. All right, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. So uh, we wanted to talk about, and I think this is kind of a really interesting part of the purchase that uh, that Disney just made, is now that they own 60% of Hulu, which is, you know, a majority share. This is particularly interesting because they had already talked about the fact that they were wanted to get into a streaming service their own and that was the only one that was going to get added on that we were like yeah we'll probably pay for it (laughs) yeah because all of disney's catalog has been on netflix for the last couple of years so it's really interesting that they would go and then you know take over hulu and i'm sure they're you know going to pull everything disney related and that means star wars and all of these other things we've just been talking about, all the Marvel movies, all of the 20th Century Fox movies, they'll pull all of those off of Netflix as well. 
and I, you know, again, I have both Netflix and Hulu subscriptions, so I don't really care. I don't want to have to do a third one. Like, I get it, Disney. You're big enough to have your own shit, but you know, now you've taken 60% of Hulu. Can't you just put all your shit on there? Well, yeah, but that's the thing. That's what I'm hoping is that it just gets put onto Hulu and it's not, uh, because Marvel, they're not extending the, uh, contracts for Marvel for their, like their daredevil series and stuff like that on Netflix. So hopefully that means they're going to move to Hulu and not stop altogether. Yeah. That would be a real shame because those shows are excellent. They are really good. I love watching them. I'm still behind on everything, but I've, I've always, I've loved everything that I've watched. The, I think the only one I've watched all the way through is Luke Cage. Yeah. That's a good one. You haven't seen I've been to that one in a day. Yeah. That was a good one. Cause he's, he's pretty. <laughs> yeah, he is pretty. <laughs> Iron Fist is really slow. Like super oh, slow. God. I got to episode five on that and I'm like, uh, can't even keep my attention. And if I recall, I don't even think we ever saw the dragon. And I don't know. Ridiculous. I wanted to see the dragon. I didn't get that far. Like I said, I only got through episode five. Like they only just now starting to get into the bad people showing up. It's like the bad people. They're not just related to, you know, like the, the others. So, so I mean, I think that we're both kind of on the same page though, about the Disney takeover is that we're excited at first, but, there's bigger concerns as a consumer, right? Yeah, always. All right, so let us know what you think. Let us uh, send us a tweet. Sure, I'd love to hear your opinion. All right, all right. Well, so now we have another segment, or a it, it's a segment we did last year. I think we actually had to do two full episodes uh, on Ask a Nerdy Bitch because we are not really good about stopping to ask listener questions all the time, or if we do, we forget to then bring them up on the show. So. We want to start doing a little bit more of a regular segment where we can interact with our listeners and our Twitter followers and whoever else, our Facebook followers as well, so that we can just, you know, answer some of your questions that you just burning questions for us. And I am always surprised every time I get these questions that they are not more girly kind of questions. (laughs) I always think we're going to get these weird, you know, lady questions and we never do. So Good job, guys and gals. So I got a list of questions here from uh, mostly from Twitter, but otherwise. So the first one, what shape is Earth? This is from the Tom and Steve show. I think it's slightly oblong. Yeah, I'm going to go with roundish. I'm going to I'm going to stick with roundish. I'm pretty sure this is a are we crazy ass flat earthers? And I'm going to go with nope. No, no. Gravity works by pulling everything towards the center, which makes things into a sphere. We're yeah, slightly, I'm, we're slightly oblong because of the uh, pull that the moon has, and that's it's mm-hmm. a, so the oblongness is actually water. It's not the shape of crust or sediment. Right. Yeah. So uh, thank you, Tom and Steve Show, for that question. Uh, Follow up question from Randy at Cult Forty Five Podcast: Why do flat Earth believers exist? Because people are stupid and they're entitled to their own opinion, I guess. Uh, It's not an opinion if it's not fact. Like, you can't have an opinion that facts are wrong. I know this is 2018. People do it all day long, so. Why do they exist, Randy? I don't know. I I think they exist to propel ignorance because they get on, they understand how the internet works. No, I, I think some of these people actually exist to drive the rest of civilization forward. 
Because if we didn't have people asking stupid questions like this, I think we would get very complacent in our life and in science. And we would not continue to try to prove Dodo's wrong. And in the process of proving these people wrong, we, you know, find all sorts of other new fun things out there. I disagree. I think that they exist because we're in that section in the first 10 minutes of Idiocracy between the very beginning and the time that he wakes up and realizes that the world has gone to shit. Mm. Okay. So we're in that everybody's getting stupider and stupider stage and they're the flat earth. Yeah. I think the world has already gone to shit. I think we're just in denial about it. Well, Terry Crews isn't president yet, but he will be one day. (laughs) Yeah. All righty. So thank you, Randy, for that question. We don't know why they exist. Um, I guess because it's illegal to kill people. I don't know. I really, I don't know. Uh, Okay. So here's a question from Noelle at Heil on Life podcast. It's actually a three-part question, or there are three questions she has sent. Do they connect to one another? Mm, Yes. All of her questions connect. They do not connect to the flat earth, which is why I threw Randy's in there with the Tom and Steve show. Okay. So she asks, have you read any of the Shannara books by Terry Brooks? No. No. I don't know what that is. So, no. Uh, Have you watched the two seasons that came out of the Shannara, Shannara Chronicles? No. No. I have not. It sounds like we need to. It sounds like we need to create an episode, doesn't it? Yeah. Or we we, we need love to, to open ourselves to new fandoms. So let's just, let's check it out. Yeah. Tell us, tell us where we can find this and then we will go find it. I mean, we could just Google it, but I mean, if it's you want to tell us, it's that's just, fine too. I mean, it's just two seasons, man. We can watch that in a weekend. Totes. Okay. And question three, what fantasy series slash authors are your favorite? JK. Yeah. She's good at Tolkien is yeah. right up there for me. So, I mean, I, like, you know, we've, we've read Star Wars books. I love Star Wars books. They're definitely fantasy versus sci-fi. Uh, we've read a, we read a lot of these type of books, but I'm going to go with Tolkien's always going to be right up there at the very tippy top of my list. Good question, Snowell. Yep. It was uh, a very good question. We enjoyed, uh, we enjoyed it, but it sounds like we are missing out. And so we'll I have think, to check that I think that this out. is something we need to, we need to look into. Okay, so next question comes from Steve at Everything I Learned from Movies, an awesome podcast, and one of our castaway friends. Noelle is also a castaway, so shout out. Uh, who do you think is going to die in Infinity War? Um, uh, Captain America. Yeah, I, I was kind of pulling for Captain America as well. You're uh, pulling and, for him to die? That's not cool. Well, no, I'm not pulling for him to die. Captain America is my boyfriend. Uh, not Chris Evans, the actual Captain America. I love Captain America, but I think that he is probably the one that it would make the most sense for his character to die off at this point. Yeah. Uh, again, I'm not. I've, I've not read any of these comics on Infinity War, so I can't really. I have not either. Speak to it. Um, the follow-up question is: Who's going to die and then come back with amnesia two months later, like Letty in Fast and Furious? And I'm like, I not watched any of the Fast and Furious. I think I watched the first one way the fuck back when it first came out. Does, and it was so long ago, it's still married to my ex-husband. So mm. does Disney yeah. now own them? Probably. Who the hell knows? They own um, most things. Actually, I would put Cap in that one. He may die and come back. My, you know. my theory is he'll die and Winter Soldier will come back uh, and in his mantle. The new Captain America. Or Falcon. Both of them, mm-hmm. you know, good friends. 
Well, I think uh, Winter Soldier actually becomes Captain America at some point. Like, there yeah. are several people who take up the mantle over time. It's not all Steve Rogers. So. Yeah. So, let's say let's say maybe Steve Rogers dies, and then the Captain America mantle gets picked up somewhere else. Although he may be Nomad now. I don't know if he's still going to be Cap or if he's going to be Nomad. I don't know. I don't know if he's going to make it. But Hulk is also pretty uh, tattered and torn. Mm-hmm. Not Hulk. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Thor. Thor. Yeah. Well, you know, that happens. He's got the one eye and whatnot, and he's missing the hammer. I think it looks better. <laughs> the one eye he looked hot as fuck with the with the eye patch and the hair short, and mm. he looked a little like his dad. Does mm. his dad only have one eye? Yeah, same same eye patch. Yeah. Apparently, they only have one store for him on Asgard. <laughs> <laughs> so now he's Odin. Loki will he be is, the new Thor. He is Odin. Yeah, let's figure this shit out. We can rewrite this. Oh yeah, Stanley, you listening? We got it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, and a follow-up question to Steve's questions came from Stork at the Besotted Geek podcast. Uh, so, why do people watch Fast and Furious? I don't know. They have a yearning to be fast and or furious. <laughs> they like watching cars and dudes in cars. Yeah. I, I don't know. I. I've never found the appeal, to be honest, but I guess I'm not I'm not a car girl. I'm not a speed movie kind of girl. So my favorite um, people were in the last one and I still didn't watch it. But, you know, The Rock, Charlize Theron, they were I mean, I love yeah. them. So and I still did not watch it. So, yeah, I'm with you on that. Although I've been told multiple times that we should. But meh. I know Corey G. We know <laughs> we got it. We got it. <laughs> okay. So, uh, thanks, Stork. Um, next question comes from Izzy, who is also from Everything I Learned from Movies podcast. Pancakes or waffle? Fight to the death. <laughs> See, now, when I was asking these questions, I was thinking we'd get, like, etiquette questions. Like, yeah. hey. I-, I wasn't specific when I asked for questions. Uh-huh. So Okay. Pancakes or waffles? Next time. Pancakes. pancakes. You don't need waffles. a special appliance to make them. I, I would go pancakes as well, just because they taste better. I don't know. They may be made with the same batter, but the the texture of the waffle and the holes in it just make it not as appealing to me. It, and it's more crunchy than soft. I like the softer. Yeah, the the uh, ex- yeah, especially the. I was going to say Brazilian waffles. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> the Brazilian <laughs> Belgian maybe. Yes, the Belgian <laughs> waffles. They're too hard. They too they they cut your mouth. <laughs> want to know about brazilian waffles <laughs> they're shaped they're like really skinny for thongs you know <laughs> i don't want to know what's happening on a brazilian waffle to be honest not very much <laughs> nothing good i'll tell you that nothing good now i'm i'm ihop over waffle house any day of the week uh i know our friend uh, brent at home video hustle brent and pj they love some waffle house yeah, here in, in Houston, Waffle House will just get you murdered. So Yeah, you go to House of I, Pies in Houston. Oh, I love House of Pies. Also, also known as I, House of Guys in Montrose. Yeah, House of Guys has got awesome pie. Yeah, it's so, awesome. And then um, I'll, I'll tell you, though, who makes the, the waffles that I can really eat is Huddle House because they're like a hybrid of a waffle and a pancake. So they're like really soft like that, but they have a little grid in them. So you're you're syrup is still captured they're closer okay, to so, egos but soft yeah that little place by your condo in houston 
over by the Randall's that we eat at sometimes. Yeah, yeah. That place has awesome waffles. Like I had their chicken and waffles there one time, which I've never understood the concept of, but I bought it because it it looked good at the time. They were delicious. They were nice and fluffy, slight crunch, but not like Eggo-ish. Eggos are gross. I don't even understand. Oh, I love Eggos. In fact, I haven't had uh, a toaster in like four years. And so I haven't had an Eggo in like four years. But guess what? I just got a toaster. I spent $15 and got one. 50 15 for five. Oh, I was like, Jesus Christ, for a toaster? Now, listen, I am a toaster oven fan. I love my toaster oven. I will use that shit for everything. And I just got an air fryer for Christmas. My mom gave me this air fryer thing, which I have not tried. It's still in the box. My sister got one, too. So we've tried it at her house. And it's pretty cool, I gotta say. Ours isn't a huge one, but I think it wouldn't make enough food for the two of us. So I'm cool with that. Maybe I'll have to throw some waffles in there i don't know that sounds awesome anywho all right so next question oh we have more questions no no etiquette questions for ask a bitch huh no etiquette yeah no etiquette questions no um i I will have to put that in next time as the actual (laughs) or like advice advice or etiquette advice like like think of it as like dear abby but ask a bitch yeah, I just asked them if they had any questions. So these are the questions they came up with. Oh, okay. uh, so Brent from Home Video Hustle, who loves the Waffle House, gave us uh, worst Star Wars characters. Worst Star Wars characters? Is Jar Jar mm-hmm. count? Yeah, Jar Jar counts. Yeah, there you go. Jar Jar's up there. Um, General Grievous, I think, was kind of a just a dumb character. Like, he's better in the Clone Wars than he was in the actual prequel prequel movies. Uh, but I just, I just didn't understand his purpose. I also don't understand the whole line of thinking that, okay, there's only two Sith, right? Ever at any time. There's a master and there's an apprentice. And yet there seem to be 47,000 Sith throughout the course of the prequels and Clone Wars, because you have obviously the emperor. So we have Darth Sidious and then we have Count Dooku, who was an apprentice. Darth Maul was also an apprentice. He got cut in half, but didn't actually die. Um, And then we've got Count Dooku, who then has his own apprentices. So he had Ventress. I think General Grievous was one of his as well. Like just, it just didn't hold with what they, what they were trying to say. Don't tell me there's only two Sith and then there's like 43 people on this side. So, yeah, it seems like there's a lot more apprentice. So it's like one Sith and a lot of apprentices in case something happens to said Sith. That's pretty much what happens. They just, you know, but that's not how it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be one that you really train up nice and good. And then that one kills you and then moves on and gets their own. Cause that's pretty much how it works. Um, but I will also say, and I, this is going to be highly controversial and I'm sure a lot of our dude listeners are going to be really annoyed with me. I think that Boba Fett is a stupid character. Yeah. He may have he may have had more value in some of the comic books or you know just as a toy. He is he's not a he's not even a character. He's barely a named character. They don't even say his name until one time at the beginning of Jedi. He has two lines in the whole thing. It just I don't understand the fascination with him being the coolest and the greatest thing. Now, he I think he came into play more in some of the books. Uh where he was, you know, bounty hunting and doing all this stuff. Maybe he came into play more in the comics. That's fine. 
I, I, I don't understand the, I don't understand the draw. Everybody's like, I love Boba Fett. Boba Fett's a great character. I'm like, mm, no. Yeah. I do, do recall, though, during the movies, the original trilogy, I wasn't scared of Darth Vader. And so I felt like he wasn't a very good villain. But mm. when I saw Rogue One, I was like, man, that Vader is a badass. Anyway. He is a badass. So I remember. But see, you saw those movies later, right? Yeah. Like you saw them as an adult. Yeah, you didn't really watch them as kids. I know, but I know kids aren't scared of them. They go up and hug them at Disneyland. Obviously, they're not now, scared of Darth Vader. Now they aren't. But when we were kids, they were scared of him. And anybody who says they wasn't scared of Darth Vader, if they saw it as a two-year-old child in 1977, they're lying. Because he was creepy as fuck. And because he was so big and so imposing, and you had never seen characters like this before, really, I, I, he was scary, but I, you know, and then, but when you see him against the emperor, he becomes less scary, you know, cause you can tell he's just a dude. He's a dude who's marginally evil. He still likes his kids. He don't like anybody else. He's like the grumpy old dude down the street. Like he's the guy that would, he's like Jeff Vader. He would just be shaking his cane at you and get off my yard. I will cut you in half with a lightsaber. But then you see the emperor who is much more evil and you're like, Oh, yeah, he's not as scary as this guy. So I think it's all relative. I wonder if he wore the tall uh, nipple-hugging pants that uh, Kylo wears. <laughs> uh, no, because he's in a bodysuit. So he didn't have pants. His his thing was a onesie. <laughs> it is. It's a onesie. How did he it's go a, to the bathroom? That means there's a flap on the back. You know that's what that means. No, there's a flap on the front. Have you never noticed that? The cod piece has a rectangular cut out in the front, I assume slips open and closed so that the man can do his business. I swear to God, I've been mo- watching these movies for 35 years and had never noticed that until like the last two years. And I was like, what? So yeah, check out the front of Darth Vader's cod piece. It totally has an opening for that. It is does bring up an interesting phenomenon that nobody ever like leaves to poop or go to the bathroom in um, or eat in they Star Wars. Either. Yeah. But they drink, they drink. Well, and honestly, that's uh, one of the things people ask all the time is how does Vader eat? He doesn't. I was reading something on this not too long ago, and he doesn't. He has some sort of nutritional sludge, basically, that he ingests, and he gets a lot of his uh, stuff through the suit. Like the suit actually is uh, pins and needles into him all day long, monitoring all of his bios and whatever else and providing him the food nutrition that he needs. So, so the empire has a Cisco. (laughs) They do. They pretty much, I mean, and honestly, when you read a lot of the star Wars books, they, especially if they're from the empire's point of view and they're talking about food and they're talking about commissary, whatever it is, it's usually this nutritional gunk. Like it's not food. They don't have food. Like one of the things they're always surprised with is when they get captured by the rebels that they're actually treated really well as prisoners and given, I don't know, food you can chew. Like they're always blown away by this because they don't get that treatment. Yeah. It's much easier and cheaper, I'm sure, for the Empire to operate on a, you know, here's your boost for the day and that's all you get. So I guess so. Yeah. So All right. Good question, Brent. Thank you. 
And uh, this last one came from Nick and Vince's podcast. I'm not sure if it's Nick or Vince, but it's like ours. It's just whoever's yeah, typing at the nobody time. Nobody ever knows. Not even us <laughs> half the time. I was like, oh, yeah. Was that? A, did I post that? <laughs> you posted something last night. I was like, did I? I didn't post that. Who's posted? Oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> so that's always fun. Uh, okay. So the question from Nick and Vince said, you give a crap about Grammys 2018? No. Is it on? Do we miss it? Yeah, I'm not a big fan of music that's been made in the last 20 years. And that seems to actually be in rolling numbers. So like, you know, when I was growing up, I liked 70s music. And now I don't mind 90s music, but it just works out that way. I love music. I'm a big fan. I don't know new music at all. Since I don't have a daily commute anymore, like I used to, I don't really listen to the radio anymore. So if I hear something, it's just randomly in passing. Um, so no, but honestly, I've never really cared anything about award shows to begin with. I don't find them entertaining in the least. Uh, I mean, sometimes they're funny, you know, watching Tina Fey and Amy Poehler is always funny just because they are funny, but they would be funny reading the phone book. So I don't, yeah, I don't need to stand up and watch a bunch of people who make a shit ton of money get awarded and make, you know, a shit ton more money. That yeah. doesn't really hold anything for me. And I'm not a fashionista, so I don't need to see what everyone's wearing. And I don't need to hear everybody's political blah, blah. And I don't know. I like the recaps of what they're wearing better anyway, because then you don't have all the stuff in between. You can just flip through it. I miss Joan Rivers and her fashion police just talking about, you know, why the fuck is she wearing a swan dress, Bjork? What the crap? So she cracks me up. One time she was she <laughs> said something. She goes, for Halloween, she must be a mother of a slut or something. <laughs> <laughs> Like, no, some of these people for Halloween, they're like a soccer mom because that's just, you know, yeah. normal or whatever. It's like, I don't know. So, yeah, no, the uh, the Grammys and honestly, any of the other award shows, I don't give a crap about them at all. So, yeah, I watch all the movie award shows. So I watch the Golden Globes and stuff like that. But I think that um, I might not be able to see the Oscars because it's on ABC. So unless Hulu streams it live. I probably won't I see it. Oh, my God. You know what happened uh, during the Rose Bowl, the Rose mm. Parade? So Amazon, did I tell you this already? Mm-mm. Amazon Live had a thing that said, watch live from the Rose Parade. And I said, oh, I'll watch the Rose Parade. And so I put it on uh, because I don't have cable. And it was Molly Shannon and Will Ferrell were pretending to be announcers, but it really was the Rose Bowl. And so they would just have this banter. And it was so funny. They'd be like... Well, it says right here that if this marching band were going to be playing against this marching band, they'd kick their ass. So I think that maybe our writer is biased. Does that sound biased? And Molly's like, we need to fire him. And he's like, you really want to fire him right now? And she's like, I like to fire. It turns me on. And he's like, all right, then. And so it was just like, wow. it was so funny. And then they'd start dancing to Earth, Wind, and Fire. It's just goofy. It was so goofy. But Will Ferrell had no hair. So I don't know what was going on there. If he really had no hair or what. Because, no, he was mm-hmm. on Saturday Night Live last night, and he, he had hair. So, yeah. it was funny. I'll just, just say. I hope they do it again next year. So. I like that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, so no. But otherwise, no, I don't, I don't watch them. I don't care. That's, but honestly, I have not had TV for years. Like, we have not had anything other than Netflix and Hulu and our Apple TV streaming stuff for years because we didn't want to pay for it. Now we have it. So this would probably be the first time I would actually have any of those channels available to watch, but I still won't. But interesting side note, 
my cousin met her husband at the Golden Globes three years ago. Oh, what was she doing at the Golden Globes? Was she nominated? Uh, no, not nominated. No, she uh, worked for the Beverly Hilton. And uh, she's a convention sales manager type person. Uh-huh. So cool. Or director of, I don't know, she just retired because she's awesome. Um, her husband doesn't happen to be a, a perpetrator in the Me Too movement. No. No, no, thank God. He is, he is, uh, he, he's an event guy. So no, he's a cool guy. I like him, but no, I just think it, how, how funny is that? Like how many people can say I met my husband at the golden globes? Not that many. So no, maybe, maybe, um, uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce. Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) Are they married? They're married, aren't they? Yeah. I thought they were just, I didn't know if they were just together, but no, no, they've been married for years. Okay, good. Yeah. There we go. So, yeah, that's all the questions we got this time around. Next time I will ask more specific questions about advice and or etiquette. So, yes. Be thinking of questions you want and feel free to DM us on Twitter or Facebook, or you can actually email us at contact us at nerdybitches.com and send us all your questions on etiquette and any (laughs) kind of advice you want from a nerdy bitch. We will give you something good. All right. So do you have recommendations this time around? Oh, yeah, I do have a recommendation. It's a movie that was nominated for Best Picture, and you've probably heard about it. It's uh, The Shape of Water. Mm -hmm. It's uh, the main character is that, I don't know what his official name is because they never say it, but it's that creature from the Black Lagoon, right? Mm -hmm. So that's the main character behind it, and it's set in, like, the Cold War era. It's just a cool movie. Weird, weird as shit, but it's really beautiful, and I recommend it, and, you know, it's both a, a highbrow movie, but it also has some sci-fi fun because of the monsters. Yay. Interesting. I would not have gone that way at all. Just by this name of it, I would oh, not have Oh, I didn't want to see it, it at first. I thought it was like, I don't want to see a show about that little monster. He eats people. and um, But no, you end, up, you end up rooting for the people he eats. Or no, no you oh. know, for him eating people. Well, that's how I feel during Shark Week. So. <laughs> I always pull for the sharks. All right. No recommendation from me. Okay. Well, if you don't have a recommendation, I can go into the internet comment of the day. All right. You ready? Mm-hmm. Didn't anyone tell Disney that just because they now own Star Wars doesn't mean they have to be the Empire? <laughs> it's true. Okay. Well, everybody, we will see you again next week. Keep in mind that Harry Potter, what is the second book called? Chamber of Secrets. The Chamber of Secrets will be our next book club, so start reading it. Absolutely, and we will catch you guys next time. Do you want a chance to support the show? Want to get some awesome rewards and nerdy bitches swag? Then head on over to our Patreon account at patreon.com slash nerdy bitches. From not your basic bitch to rockstar bitch, we have a monthly donation plan to fit any budget. Your support allows us to really up our game and make sure the show stays awesome without bowing to corporate sponsorship. In addition to providing prizes, giveaways, and convention coverage, we'll also donate 20% of all net profits each month directly to other independent podcasts. This allows us to help grow other indie shows that we believe in. So hit us up at patreon.com slash nerdy bitches and support your favorite bitches today.
music provided by www.bensound.com. And please email feedback to contact us at nerdybitches.com. Because people are stupid and they're entitled to their own opinion.